This is The Class. And this is Mecca. And you're listening to Identity Politics, a podcast on race, gender, and Muslims in America. Mecca, tell the people where to find us. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Acast, honestly, wherever you find your podcasts. You can also find us elsewhere online at identitypoliticspod.com, on Twitter at identitypolpod. You can also find us at facebook.com slash identitypolitics. And remember, if you like what you hear, don't forget to tell us what you think by leaving a review on iTunes. Yes, cosine. Now let's jump into today's episode. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> when you said that, it reminded me of you wear. Oh, yes, you wear. <laughs> Kids are so it. dumb. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> the things that we do. <laughs> Oh my God, Mecca. I cannot believe we're on season three. Like pew, this. Pew, pew. Uh-huh. Season three. What up, what up, what up? <laughs> <laughs> this is so exciting. Like, oh my God. How did we get here? No, but seriously, how did we get here? <laughs> I have no idea. A lot of Skype calls, a lot of uh, trial and error, but we're here and yeah. people keep listening. So I guess we're going to be here for a while. I guess so, huh? That's exciting. We got to come up with new episodes. <laughs> yeah, we should. But I'm excited to start talking about season three. Start talking about uh, what we have planned coming up. But wait, before we look ahead, yeah, let's look back. How was your summer? Give me your top three highlights. Oh my god! Oh my god! Top three highlights. Okay, okay. I already know number one. Um, number one, definitely hands down, your wedding. Aww. Yes, <laughs> I feel like this is the summer of love. So we started your wedding in May, and it was just like so so special like flew to dc like joshua was so excited and oh my god your venue at the turkish mosque just like so beautiful Uh, thanks you guys were very important uh a class she read some quran at my wedding it was really beautiful and also her husband joshua saved my husband when his feet (laughs) fell asleep and he couldn't get up and joshua lifted him up like a friend does that's what we gotta do lift each other up you have to (laughs) oh my gosh also y'all mecca looked stunning i got to the ceremony a little bit early to like help with stuff and i walk in literally Really stop in my tracks. <laughs> you know, like, we just what? do it for the gram. <laughs> I mean, what else would you do it for? <laughs> Your husband? No. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, okay, you're making me blush. What else? Okay, what else? <laughs> so then, okay, this was towards the end of the summer, but we also just came back from another wedding in July with our college friend, and it was. Um, in Cape Cod, we were there for a couple of days, just like hanging out, doing wedding fe- festivities. So that also definitely another highlight. And she's also her and her mom are avid listeners of the podcast. <laughs> hey, <laughs> so shout, shout out to Elizabeth and Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> and like just another beautiful wedding, just like so blessed to be in the presence of love. Like, you know, Mecca with like weddings, there hasn't been one where I've been like, oh my God, these two really don't love each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's good. Yeah. I always so read about nice. those, like when people like, you know, don't work out and people are like, I knew at the wedding it wasn't yeah. going to work out. I'm like, well, am I not getting invited to these weddings? Am I just naive? <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, I mean, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that's a little depressing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's change this. Just a little. <laughs> All right. And then my 
third highlight, uh, I mean, it's hard. Can I just like package some stuff into the third highlight? Go for it. It's your podcast. <laughs> okay. There are no rules. <laughs> so third highlight, this is going to be like such a random hodgepodge, but um, and probably inappropriate. But obviously Ramadan was a highlight. Um, loved Ramadan. Had such a great time, like being a married couple and being married during Ramadan for the first time. Oh my God, this is your first married Ramadan. That's yeah, crazy. yours too. <laughs> yeah, um, so really love that. Got a lot of benefit. I thought I looked super fly at Blackout Eid. You did, that's true. <laughs> yeah, and then the last thing I'm throwing in this third highlight is seeing Girls Trip. <laughs> oh my God, that was also one of my highlights. What yes. did you like about it? Oh my God, so basically every. Thing. like every single thing I loved I love the cast I love the acting I loved wait I can't remember the, the real actor's name the actor's name in real life Tiffany Tiffany Haddish yeah so freaking hilarious like so funny. my stomach hurt <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I hope we like get to see her everywhere now yeah Just popping up I know and, right. and you know I watched the Carmichael show that she was mm-hmm. on and I thought she and like I thought she was so funny on that show it's been canceled now um, but so I'm really happy to see her to be able to get that like star treatment. Um, yeah, but we can talk about that later. Tell me your top three highlights. Oh, it's hard to choose. Like you said, this was a pretty hectic, busy summer. It started with me getting married, which is crazy. Um, definitely not something that, you know, I never thought I'd see this day. Back then they didn't want me. Now I'm hot. They all love okay, me. Okay, listen, <laughs> listen. Not, not the same day, very different days. Um, but no, it was a, new, a summer of new beginnings. Uh, I, I got married right before Ramadan. Uh, so this was also my first married Ramadan and the jury's still out about whether that was <laughs> a great idea or not. <laughs> a lot of just like tiredness and hangriness and sure. like still trying to, you know, you know, you, everyone's like, oh, that, that first few months you're just like floating on a cloud yeah. and you're just like batting your eyelashes at each other. But I was like, get out of my face. Oh like, my God, that voice is so scary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like literally a monster. Uh, so I'm glad that we made it through that. I'm, I'm also glad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it's been cool it's been cool to like have a new family which you know it's not necessarily what I thought about with marriage like yeah you like you're making a family and you inherit a family yeah. so that's been a pretty cool process and figuring that whole thing out um second thing so I'm just like basically stealing all of yours I guess uh, but we shared uh, a lot of highlights this summer yeah, <laughs> definitely Elizabeth's wedding it was amazing but my favorite thing was um Elizabeth asked me to do a reading at the wedding yes. and I was so honored and I went and did it and afterwards several people came up to me to compliment me on my radio voice what? and then I was in this dilemma of being like oh thanks just being humble or being yeah. like you should listen to my podcast <laughs> <laughs> If you like my voice here, you can check it out on iTunes. I love it. <laughs> so if any guests at Elizabeth's wedding are listening to this, you found me. Welcome. Yeah. We should like <laughs> drop it in the wedding files. Like we totally people think should, it's a photo. <laughs> Put it on the hashtag just yeah. for no reason. <laughs> no, you totally have an awesome voice. Yeah. Likewise, likewise. <laughs> um, third thing, oh, it's hard to choose just one. Um, definitely Girls Trip was a highlight. It was just like, uh, I, I will drop everything to go see a bunch of hilarious black women on screen. Yes. Um, and not only just black women, but I think also like 
none of them are particularly young. Like yeah. they all are like older in their thirties and forties. True. Um, and just like acting a fool. And it was so liberating to watch, you know, like mm-hmm. it was just, it was just great. It was, it was everything that I needed and I didn't even know that I needed it. So right? that was awesome. Oh, so good. So good. And, and I got to see it with listeners with a podcast here Ooh, in Oh, that's so fun. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Miriam. Shout out to Sozit. Shout out to all the others who came uh, to go to Girls Trip. That was really, really fun to see people in real life um, and to have your support. That's I love that. And, you know, one of the things I loved most about Girls Trip was really the message. Because when at the end of the movie, she's basically like, it's really hard to see people who know the real you. So they Mm. hadn't seen each other in years. And that really rang true for me. It's like when you're not being your authentic self (laughs) and you run into someone who's like, wait a minute, like I know who you are. I, I know where you, where you stand, what you believe in. And this just doesn't seem like you. And it's different than like the you that's changing. Right. Cause we're always changing. We're always becoming something new. But this is like you're you have become a different person that you are uncomfortable with. Like, it's really hard for you to be this person you've become. And what I also liked about Tiffany Haddish's character in particular was not only that she was just hilarious, but she's definitely that friend that's like, you disappear because, you know, you're going through some things. And she's like, uh-uh, where are you at? Yeah. I'm coming over. Yeah. Like, where are you? Yeah. And like, sure. that's just a reminder. Like, when you have a friend who's going through some things, maybe they're stressed, maybe they're depressed, you know, the worst thing you can do is, is just disappear. And I feel like Girls Trip was really about just like the power of like not disappearing, mm-hmm. like staying on them, making exactly. sure they know you see them, you're with them, yeah. and you're not going to let this slide. You're going to make it through whatever rough patch you're going through. Exactly. And that can be so tough because you're like, chill, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got this. I got this. Yeah. I'll figure it out. And your friends are like, girl, no, yeah. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> so I just like love that. Like, ah, oh, girlfriends, like sisterhood. It's just, it's the best. It's yeah. oh, oh, made oh. me feel all fuzzy. <laughs> okay. So those are our highlights. What are we talking about this episode? What should we talk about? Yeah. So this episode, I think before we get into the topics of season three, which of which there are many and we're very excited about them, we've been getting so many questions about the podcast. So you want to start season three with answering your questions, the questions that people just in the street ask us, the questions that we get in our inbox, you know, the paparazzi. (laughs) We can't leave our apartments without anybody (laughs) just like banging down our doors. Um, But no, seriously, uh, we wanted to answer your questions for those of you who are interested in our podcast, interested in starting your own podcast. So yeah, we're going to, this is a different type of episode. It's more of a a Q&A, but we'll be back uh, with our next episode. I'm talking about some really exciting topics that we'll give you a preview of at the end of this conversation. All right, Mecca, let's start with the questions. What we got? All right. First question. How do you produce and distribute your podcast? Well, we've done a couple things. So season one, um, so I started and I produced, recorded the first couple of episodes. I think maybe up until episode three or four. Mm-hmm. And then Mecca joined and we started producing 
the stories, uh, the episodes together um, and then sharing the editing work. So we basically do everything <laughs> and we're like uploading to the website Hayawaii Men and that's where the episodes were going. Then season two, we uh, went to Alt Muslima where they, they didn't produce. We were still doing the producing, the editing, recording. However, Alt Muslima was doing the distribution. So we uploaded all of our episodes onto the Alt Muslima site. And now for season three, we're going back to being an independent, fully independent podcast. I N D E E N D E N T. Okay. I'm Do sorry. you know what that is? <laughs> <laughs> it means more work. It means more work. Oh my God. So much, so much more work. <laughs> but like so much more rewarding, like honestly. Yeah. And I mean, shout out to the podcast Call Your Girlfriend because they are also an independent podcast and uh, they it's just so empowering to know that you can you can really do it right it's yeah, it's, challenging. So, it's hard to do without like institutional backing but yes. it is you know when it's your baby you want to be able to grow with it and exactly so cool. no so it's cool yeah so we're back there so you can find everything on identity politics pod that is our home that is our baby that's where we live <laughs> all right okay. Mecca, I have a question for you, mm-hmm. and you might want to grab some tissues because we're going down <laughs> memory lane. How did we meet? <laughs> You're so extra. Um, so we covered this in a previous episode. I believe it was episode two when I was a guest, not yet a partner in this endeavor. Um, but Eklas and I are both from Atlanta, and we both went to college together. And when Eklas was a young little prospy, oh. which is what we called our prospective <laughs> students at Wellesley, uh, my dad was like, there's a young woman from uh, Atlanta Masjid coming to look at Wellesley. <laughs> you and, sound just uh, like your dad. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, you should uh, look out for her, look out for her. And I was like, okay. Um, and I did. And I saw her at an ethos meeting, which was our black student organization. Oh, God. Okay. We're not- next. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then I took her to a religion class that I was taking, the Hebrew Bible with David Bernat. And uh, yeah, then she became a religion major. And I now take credit for all of her successes in life. I, I mean, I think you deserve it. I'm okay with that. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, next question. Uh, why did you decide to start the podcast? So I decided to start the podcast. I had been talking about it probably, what did you say, Mecca, like two years before I actually started it. Um, yeah, so I originally was just thinking, man, I don't hear anyone talking about black Muslim women specifically. And even when you do see black Muslims in the media, I was like, oh, okay, it's usually imams. Like you have to be someone with some type of clout to be spoken of. And so I felt like I never really heard my story of like what it's like to be a young black Muslim woman woman in America. And so originally I started a blog and I was just like journaling. I was going through this like spiritual crisis point and I was just blogging about it. Not many people were reading it. Maybe like a hundred. I was like, reading it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe like a hundred readers or less. And I really enjoyed it. It was like having a public journal. So it was very cathartic for me. And then I was like, hey, there, you know, there's a thing called podcasting. I was like, people listen to that more. And I wanted to hear other people's stories. And, you know, 
a lot of people don't really like to write or if they like to write, they don't like to publish that, right? And make it public. And so I thought podcasting would be a way to transmit, you know, these stories of specifically like what young Muslims are going through in America. And so I started the podcast. um, And then Mecca actually reminded me recently where this idea came to flourish is when we did the American Muslim Civic Leadership Institute and uh, yeah, Emma Clee. And we did it in Chicago together. I think that was 2014 Mecca. Yeah. Yeah. And Emma Clee was so great. So if you, I mean, if you haven't done it, you should definitely do it. Um, You should look on the website and try to see if they are having a session near you and your region. So it really helped me just think about, okay, what is it that you're really trying to do and getting those ideas down on paper. And basically, I think I was like, oh, I kind of want to be like Oprah for Muslims. (laughs) But, um, you know, in order to like get to that step, you know, you have to have all of these steps that come before. And I was like, you know what, I can I can do a podcast. Um, and then not soon after did. that. Yeah. I think it took me a couple of months and like Mecca pushing me, my husband, like putting a date on the calendar, but yeah, it, it came out and I'm so happy that I had the support of people. Um, and also yeah, Emma Clee to help me just like really crystallize that idea. Yeah. And one thing that I would also like to add, I can't yeah. find everything that a class said, but, um, I also just feel like when people talk about Muslims, I'm like, who? Like, where? Like, yeah. I don't know any of these people that they're talking about. I don't Literally know any of these none. people that are on their TV. <laughs> I'm just like, do I live this, like, magical secret life that just, like, doesn't exist in anyone else's eyes? Right. Like, everyone's all obsessed with, like, Master of None and the Big yes. Sick and, like, all of these stories of people who very clearly have no relationships with other young Muslims. Like, the only Muslims they know are their parents who, like, tried to force them to pray and they didn't Aww, want to. Yeah, it's true. Uh, and, like, that's that's the narrative. Like, that's the narrative that's good the most attention right now like yeah most being muslim is kind of weird and like my parents do it but like i just want to marry a white woman and, and like, like eat pork and, and like do whatever <laughs> yeah yeah and it's like that that is some people's story but it's not ours and i'm like okay i'm not just gonna sit here and let people pretend like i don't exist and the life that i and so many of the people i know live doesn't exist like we're, we're out here and so yeah. like let's let people know that we're here and it's been really fun and just kind of asserting that narrative and not letting this one-dimensional portrayal of like what it means to be Muslim. We're not letting them get away with that anymore. Yeah, Mecca, you're so right. And I feel like if it's not that narrative, it's the narrative of just like Muslims constantly explaining too, right? Like constantly Clarissa explaining. explains it all. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, yeah, what a throwback. Yeah, but that's so exhausting. I was like, listen, we're not doing that on this podcast. Like, I'm sorry. If you want to learn about like the tenets and all of those things, like go pick up a book. Like that's not how we live our lives of like constantly explaining um yeah it's too exhausting (laughs) we just like to show the complicated nature of what it means to be muslim in america um and all of its facets like family life politics everything so yeah all right and the next question for you is (laughs) from a troll (laughs) because as much as you have the people that love you you have the people that troll you so this question can someone explain to me why identity politics in parentheses the argument (laughs) has any importance in the real world I'm just trying to have a conversation here (laughs) 
So yeah, we put out a call for questions and this was a response. And we were like, we're, we're actually not trying to have a conversation right now. <laughs> we're, we're accepting questions for the episode, but nice try. We did not engage. Um, so this question is probably the one that irks me the most. Um, like what, why the name identity politics, like identity politics are so this, they're so that identity politics have ruined America, you know, like all of that. And I'm just like, have y'all ever listened to a podcast or watched a show before where the title is the literal interpretation of every <laughs> single episode? Yeah. Like, no, Iklash just gave a beautiful explanation about a Muslim identity. Um, and I don't have much to add to that. You know, for those of you who don't know what identity politics are, the concept, the concept of identity politics is basically that people act in accordance with uh, affinity groups that they belong to um, for better or for worse. And so this was a big conversation in the elections about the white rural class, about how blacks voted, how college educated (laughs) voted, you know, how like you got to appeal to identity politics to be able to do X, Y, and Z. Um, And it's a pretty simplistic argument. There's a lot of holes, a lot of, you know, things that are wrong with it. And the truth is, we don't have just one identity. Like, I do think to some extent who we are influences the way we think. But I am a black Muslim woman, <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm. I am college educated. I live in a city. Um, I, I'm, I'm married now. Like, I have certain interests that I, I try to protect, but they're all overlapping and they all create a nice little web. It's not a linear path. Um, so that's why that's when we started talking about the ways in which Muslims were portrayed and we were brainstorming and and talking about, okay, how can we like wrestle with this like complicated idea? Like identity politics seemed like a nice shorthand for, you know, kind of poking the fun at this very simple idea and complicating it a little bit. Like what happens when you have multiple identities and your life is more than just one thing. Um, So yeah, we don't literally talk about the concept of identity politics each episode (laughs) and shame on you for thinking that we do. Right. Clearly Um, does not listen. (laughs) Yeah. Clearly do not listen. Um, but we are also not your like 45 era podcast to talk about the concept of identity politics. You're going to have to check some elsewhere on the internet if that's what you're looking for. Well said, well said. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Next question. Um, how do you come up with stories? Yeah, stories. I think that usually takes us a while, which is why we take a break for the season, So we can have a chance to evaluate, okay, what did we do last season? What could we have done better? What topics haven't we explored yet? So we kind of just brainstorm and we have a spreadsheet where throughout the season and during the break, we just dump every story idea. A lot of Google Docs. A lot of Google Docs. We were like keeping Google Docs in business. Yeah. So a lot of those come, the ideas come from us. They also come from you because you also tell us, you know, what you find interesting, what you would like to listen to. And as you know, if you listen to the podcast, our episode on, um, oh gosh, I'm blanking on the name, uh, where I'm from, that episode was actually pitched by Bashira Mack, who does social media for Sapelo Square. She actually pitched that idea to us. So we do take ideas from listeners. And once we have all of those ideas, we we parse out, okay, what makes sense for this season? How can we fully form this story idea? So thinking about what guests would make sense to have talk about this. Uh, what would this conversation look like, right? I think one of the things we pride ourselves on is that we ask different questions that you wouldn't normally hear, just like in different interviews, um, the way something is discussed, we like to 
talk about, you know, what, what, what's different, what's new, what's interesting. Um, and we also pride ourselves on having guests that wouldn't normally be featured. Um, so really trying to give people a platform that we know and love. So from there, how we do the story is we have a Google Doc. We throw some questions in there that we find interesting. We do a lot of research. <laughs> um, we need interns, in fact. because <laughs> I mean, it takes a lot of hours, right, when you're trying to develop a season of 10 episodes. So a lot of research on the guest, on the topic. Um, and we throw some questions in there. We edit those questions, finalize them, and structure the conversation um, in different segments. Mecca, do you have yeah. anything to add? I, someone recently asked how long it takes to write to make each episode. And so it, this was a hard thing to think about, because like you said, we kind of split up like brainstorming the episode topics and then like doing a bunch of research and then actually like sort of storyboarding the episode, scheduling interviews, <laughs> recording, um, editing and yeah. then producing and promoting. But I, I honestly do think that's like six to eight hours per episode. Oh, yeah, um, I have no work. doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Even just trying to schedule guests. Like coming up with the doodle poll, the back and forth that you have, then you have to send reminders and like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just you can't like, lose them in the process. They yeah. get lost in the sauce and you got to right. pull them out. You got to pull them out. <laughs> yeah. It does. It's in the moment it like feels like it. And then after when the episode comes out, you're like, man, that was great. And then you're like, dang, <laughs> that took like <laughs> a couple of so hours each day of the week, but it's super rewarding. All right. Next question. Oh, how do you guys record? Uh, so we record via Skype. Uh, Eklas and I lived in the same place at the same time for like five, six years. And all we did was watch music videos and <laughs> eat food <laughs> yes. and just like turn up. And then all of a sudden we did not live in the same city anymore and said, let's have this project where we have to be in constant communication with each other like this seems like a great time to do that Sounds great um <laughs> but yeah so we record our episodes via skype uh and a class has an extra app called skype call recorder um, yes. and that's how we record and interview all of our guests people are often shocked to hear that um people also like to get on a uh, video skype uh, <laughs> yeah and we're, we're not really about that life so if you are a future guest please know we just do audio recordings um although it is a pleasant surprise when we see your face pop up when we start the interview <laughs> we're always so awkward too we're like uh <laughs> That's not going to work. So, yeah, we're like, uh, so you're not going to see us. So if this is uncomfortable for you, you should turn the camera off. Yeah. <laughs> I think we did it like maybe once and we're like, okay, that's enough. Yeah. yeah, Because we're like typing to each other. Like we're communicating like while the recording is going. So it just yeah. is very uncomfortable, I think, because we're not like making eye contact the whole time and we just look distracted. It's true. It's true. So we're even working while we're recording. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. So these questions are getting more and more technical. Uh, what equipment do we use? All right. So the equipment we use, like Mecca said, we use Skype to record the call recorder third party app and our mic. So when I first started, I was using the ATR 2100, which Mecca is still using now and which I used up until season three. It's an awesome, like, good quality like starter mic um usb really good quality you probably just need a filter with it and a mic stand and you're like good to go and cost like 70 bucks i think 
Um, right now I'm using a fancy mic and trying to still figure out how to use it. <laughs> so Mecca has like bared with me as I try to increase like my technical audio skills. So after doing some research, I found out that Rode Procaster is a really good mic to have. The quality is similar to the ATR 2100, um, but it's just a lot more expensive of a mic. Um, so I would say don't start with this if you don't know anything about audio, because even for me, it's still <laughs> a challenge. Um, and so I use like a recorder now called H5 Zoom. Um, the other things we use is just like a laptop, obviously. <laughs> um, and then we edit in GarageBand. I know some people use Audacity, um, but I've been we've been using GarageBand just fine. Um, and... I want I to say that's it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You don't need too much at all to get started. All right. All right. All right. All right. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you tell people to rate you on iTunes every single episode? <laughs> <laughs> I love this question. Um, so this is actually a great question because sometimes people think like if you're good, just in every realm in life, if you're good, you'll make it. And all it takes is like a little bit of talent, but it's like, yeah. no, we live in a system and the system is rigged and you have to learn to work the system. So the podcast system is rigged based on iTunes reviews. Mm -hmm. Yes. You heard it here. That's how people find you. That's how your podcast become visible. That's how it makes it on lists. The number of stars people give you, the number of people that review you, that's how you show up on anyone's radar. And so right now we have a good number of ratings. Thank you for, to everyone who has, has reviewed us in iTunes in the past. But we like to keep reminding people because essentially the more reviews we get, the easier it becomes for other people to find us. Yes. And we want people to find us. I know it's really yes. annoying. <laughs> But we need you guys. We're not going to stop. We're not going to stop. Remind. Like if yeah. you've listened to every single episode of our podcast and you have not rated us on iTunes, then like, what are you doing with your life? What are you doing? Don't what do you, you what are you doing? Grow? Yes. We're, we're not going to stand for this anymore. Yeah. So, I mean, even if you don't write something, just go ahead and like click five stars, you know, just every little bit counts. Um, yes. Uh, so next question. Another great question. A class. Do you make money? <laughs> do you know Becca someone asked me no it's two people that have asked me that like one is a close friend of mine and we were like catching up and she was like yeah but you're like are you doing podcasting full-time now it's like absolutely not I was like who's paying me where am I getting money from <laughs> and then like my aunt also th thought I made money so the truth is in fact we are spending money uh, to make this podcast what it is. So Mecca and I put a lot of money into the podcast and that's just like getting equipment. It's, it's uh, paying for advertising on like social media um, for the photo shoot, just like so many things that we put money into to improve the podcast. And I mean, you can't do it without money. So, you know, inshallah that we hope in the future that we can eventually start to make money for the podcast. But right now we are currently losing financially. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, 
gaining um, professionally and spiritually by doing this podcast. <laughs> I mean, I mean. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> so, I mean, like, if you ever want to just, like, donate to the podcast, for now, you can just, you know, PayPal us when you see us in the streets. You can, you know, throw dollar bills at us. Yeah, that's that's completely fine. Not opposed. (laughs) All right. Uh, Next question is, what's the hardest slash most rewarding thing about podcasting? Oh, I hate these kind of questions. Because it's like, it's never one thing, you know? It's It's never never one thing. Never. But I would have to say time. Mm. Like... We just talked about earlier how like about six to eight hours of work goes into you being able to hear each, every single episode that we make and finding that time, given that Iklas and I both have pretty demanding professional lives. Um, We're both newlyweds. We're Mm -hmm. both like active in our respective communities (laughs) Um, and we live in two completely different cities. That becomes a real challenge to stick to any kind of schedule. Um, but we're trying and sometimes we're more successful than others. <laughs> um, but I think it's really hard to find the time to actually, you know, stay disciplined and, you know, have fixed meetings on our calendar that we cannot, you know, move around. Um, but I think what's rewarding about it is that time pays off, as a class said. Like, the more you put into it, the better it sounds. And then when you listen to it, you're like, ooh, okay, this sounds like a real, like, legit professional thing that I've done. And then people come up to you and tell you what different episodes meant to them. And so it's been really rewarding to know that our time hasn't been for naught and that it actually is producing some content that people want to hear. Yeah, I would say the same thing with time, definitely time, right? Because we have full-time jobs. Yeah, and like Mecca was saying, we do things outside of work that's not podcasting. So definitely that. Um, Also, just Mecca is like super social and fun and has a ton of friends. (laughs) (laughs) So it's always a blessing, you know, when I'm blessed with her presence. Oh, Um, I I would say, though, to definitely more so starting out, it was difficult, but I think it's a recurring challenge that we have is that our skill set is like not based in audio. So we definitely suffered an extreme learning curve. Like when I was recording the first episode, I literally almost threw my computer across the room. Until I was like, hey, girl, you got another thousand to buy yourself a new one. And I was like, nope, you don't. So put that computer down. (laughs) Um, Yeah, yeah, it was really, really, really challenging learning how to edit. It was challenging learning how to get great sound because we care about sound so much. Um, So those things were a huge challenge. And then just like trying to pull a cohesive story together and garage band like taking hours and I think that's something that we still you know it's 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 a challenge right to always just produce the best quality episode um but like Mecca was saying it's super rewarding when we hear how much people love episode what's their favorite it definitely makes it and I mean we have favorites too so it's not just you it's not just like our listeners we actually enjoy listening to our podcast we like listen to episodes multiple times so it's nice to like not cringe when you hear your work sure there's some episodes where the sound quality wasn't that great and I can't listen to them because of that (laughs) because I'm just like oh we could have done this we could have done that but back then we didn't know this or that um so just like hearing us 
constantly like am like not constantly but consistently like improve with each episode is really exciting and if I could give advice to anyone who's thinking of starting a podcast but is like I don't have a background in radio I don't know how to do any of this think about what skill sets you do bring to bear so like it class her expertise is in digital media mine my background I'm a trained facilitator and like those seem like pretty random skill sets but when you're trying <laughs> yeah. to design a conversation and push out the content like those are actually two things that come in handy and then we were like hey there are all of these things that we don't know so we started listening to other podcasts yes. we started reading a lot um, one of our friends is a journalist, so she started teaching us about storyboarding and how to frame episodes, sending each other tutorials about audio, audio editing. The learning curve is steep, but it's not insurmountable. And so reach out to people that you know, um, reach out to people who have the skills that you don't. Um, it's not good enough to say, oh, well, I'll just figure it out. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> then you, you put out like bad content not that you're work. embarrassed by later. <laughs> um, but just really take an assessment of like, okay, what do I have to bring to this? Why is my take or my skills going to add something to this very crowded podcasting space? Mm -hmm. And then use the people around you and the resources that are out there to fill in the gaps. Definitely. All right. Uh, so just a couple more questions. Uh, oh, I like this one. What are other podcasts that you listen to? Ooh, okay. This is a fun question. Um, I would say right now the one I listen to religiously is Still Processing with Jenna oh Warfield yes. and Wesley Morris. Like, oh, I, Side note. Yeah. <laughs> side note for years. I would read any word that they wrote yes. in the New York Times <laughs> yes. when Wesley Morris was on Grantland. I was oh my obsessed. god! Yes. Grantland, like, R.I.P. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like Jenna wrote about technology that I didn't understand. Wesley wrote about movies that I never saw, but just their writing was so beautiful that I was like overjoyed to find that <sighs> they were teaming up together. Yes. First of all, and teaming yes. up together for a podcast. Yes, I love it. Like I love everything about it. And like the smallest thing I love about it, but maybe this isn't small to some people, is their intro music. I feel like it really it's reflects so them. <laughs> it just like all works really well. And the topics, I also, I mean, I just think it's awesome that two, like, you know, New York Times would have these two black, like, co-hosts. Like, I think that's also just something that's really, like, great and cool to have. But their topics, everything. Um, other podcasts I listen to, I think I mentioned this before in the podcast, but I listen to other um, podcast by Muslims as well. So I listen to Iman Wire. I listen to um, Good Muslim, Bad Muslim. And then the Column Institute has, so these are like super religious if you want to get into this. They're just like um, tips to like help you live a better life. Um, so during Ramadan, they had really good Ramadan reflections with Mufti Hussein. Um, that you can listen to outside of Ramadan too, but they're super quick, like 16, 20 minute, um, like podcast episodes that are really good. Um, I don't think it's actually a podcast. He probably just was giving a lecture somewhere <laughs> <laughs> that they put in like podcast form. Um, I listened to, um, Ahmed's BuzzFeed podcast, see something, say something, and I listen to another round from time to time. I, I don't listen religiously, mm -hmm. but I <laughs> listen from time to time and definitely support. What about you, Mecca? What podcast do you listen to? Other podcasts that I really love. So still processing obsessed. I've just gone through their entire catalog and Yay. listened to every single episode. So definitely co-sign on that. I also listen to Freakonomics Radio. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
I hear people um, really like it. I think I've only like listened yeah. to it once. It's it's pretty cool. If you're interested in personal finance, if you have questions about like the way the world works, I really like that. Um, I also love Hidden Brain with oh, Shankar Vedanta yeah. um, and it's about social science research. I loved like taking sociology classes, political science, you know, all those kinds of things in school. So it just is a really nice, like quick, it, it exercises those muscles in my brain and thinking about like how we ask questions and how we understand things like in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, also, fun fact, my first two podcasts that I listened to were This American Life and Jesus versus Marrow. Oh my God, <laughs> yeah. Of course, of course, This American Life. Wait, does Jesus still have that podcast? I remember that. So no, so Jesus versus Mira, I think that was a, a, po- a complex podcast. Okay. And now they have a show on Vice. So wow. they have come up in the so world. So fancy. Shout out to Jesus and Mira. They are amazing and hilarious. Um, and definitely uh, two podcasters that were really influential for me mm-hmm. um, when I was just still starting to just listen to it. Um, I think, oh, the other one, there's probably two more that I'll mention. One is How Sound. Oh, and so yes, it's actually yes, for yes. audio story. Yeah. yeah. So How Sound is a podcast for audio storytellers. They give you advice on everything from equipment to how to improve sound quality to how to frame an episode, different tactics and techniques to use. Um, so shout out to How Sound if you're interested in starting a podcast. Um, it. It's a really good place to start. And then finally, I am obsessed and tell everyone I know and no one ever listens to me, but I tell them all (laughs) to listen to the Modern Love podcast. Oh, yeah, Um, you do listen to that. Yeah, it's like I can't I mean, if you've ever read the Modern Love column in New York Times, um, the stories are incredible and heartbreaking and varied and diverse. But just the way they set up the episodes and they have different celebrities come on and like read these stories. So it's actors. So you're really feeling it's like an audio book. Um, and yeah, it just, I, I can't say enough. Please listen to modern love. It's like the best. I have not listened to it yet. I definitely read the columns, but I haven't listened. (laughs) You've convinced me. I'm like, okay, cool. I got to go listen. (laughs) (laughs) Those are my favorite. Okay. This is our last question. Who's been your favorite guest slash conversation slash episode? So you could either choose one. You don't have to do them all. I'll let you decide. Um. Okay. So I think I would get in trouble if I didn't say my parents. Yeah, they would probably hate um, you. <laughs> yeah. So I think let's say number one is my parents. But in all seriousness, it is really great to have a chance to interview them and talk to them. Um, one, because they're hilarious and really smart and responsible for a lot of the worldview that I have, mm-hmm. but also because this is really morbid, but you know, they're not going to be around forever. So it's nice yeah. to be actually, to be able to actually chronicle our conversations, um, and be able to continue to learn from them even when they're far away or, you know, et cetera. For sure. <laughs> what about you? Uh, so my favorite guest, I, I will say my mom Uh, so she was there from like the beginning. She had no idea slash still, I think doesn't really know what a podcast is. So she agreed to do something and had no idea what it was. (laughs) Um, so (laughs) I remember when the episode came out, people at the masjid were like, Hey, you know, really loved you in that episode. And she was, she called me and she was like, somebody said they like heard me talking. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, that's (laughs) podcast. Like it's online. People have access to it. And she was like, Oh, I didn't know it's going to be all like that. Uh, I don't know. How does that sound? (laughs) Your mom's going to sue you. (laughs) Yeah. She's going to take me. She's going to take me to court. (laughs) Um, But definitely that just because that was, a really good thing to do. Like I needed 
someone who would agree to do this with me and take this journey into the first episode. So shout out to my mom for doing that. Cool. And I think with that, those are all of our questions. So thanks everyone for submitting. This is really fun. Uh, Hopefully some of you guys will take the advice that we shared and maybe even start your own podcast and, and tweet at us when you do, because we'd love to add them to the roster that we listen to absolutely Uh, yeah so should we uh talk about what we're gonna do this season oh my god i'm so excited maca i think i'm too excited to share you should do it (laughs) no like i i like really am i remember when we were done (laughs) we were like oh i think this is it and then i gave joshua a sneak peek and he was like what that sounds lit like i can't wait so go for it so I'm not going to tell you every single episode that we're going to have this season, but I will give you a little bit of a taste, a sneak peek, if you will. Uh, we're going back to college. We are interviewing our best friends from college, talking about how we've changed, how we haven't, um, all of that kind of good stuff. We're going to be talking about parenting with new parents, with people who have been parents for a while and what motherhood means. Um, we're going to be talking about coming to America as an immigrant um, and the experiences, the challenges that you face there, and also going from America to Senegal yeah. specifically. Why are black people going there Why? so much? Like, <laughs> if you're from Atlanta and you're black and Muslim, like, either you or the person next to you has been to Senegal. Absolutely. So we're going to investigate that. A little bit. <laughs> we're going to talk about love. We're going to talk about beauty, food. Uh, We're going to talk about so many things. So please keep listening. We have some exciting topics for you guys set up for this season. And we can't wait to share all that we've been working on. Um, I know some of you have been tweeting to us. When are you coming back? When are you coming back? (laughs) I'm like, that's really exciting because it's like, oh, yeah, other people listen to this other than us. I know. Um, But please know that we haven't just been like vacationing and not thinking about the podcast like we're taking a long break because we want to be able to plan and record as many episodes as possible and then get them out to you in a decent schedule absolutely and also in addition to that we've been taking a break because we have a lot of new exciting things coming so like how we mentioned in the beginning we're fully independent and so if you were with us from season one you know the podcast used to be on Hayawa Iman, which was just like, you know, a blog I built up and put the podcast on. But now we have a new fancy website, Identity Politics Pod. That's pod.com. So there you can find photos of us. You can find the podcast. We also are starting an identity politics newsletter. So on the site, you can go ahead and sign up with your email. I promise it won't be spammy. It will be super interesting. You'll want to read the newsletter. Trust us. And then lastly, we want more episode pitches. So it's never too late. It's never too early to pitch us an episode. Or if you don't have a fully formed episode, that's completely fine. Just let us know what topics you're interested in. And what you want to know more about. So I think with that, please like visit our website. Uh, Look forward to an amazing season. We have so much to share with you. And thanks for sticking with us for these first couple of seasons. We can't wait to take you into this next phase of identity politics. Identity Politics is a podcast created by Ikhlas Salim. This episode was produced by Ikhlas Salim and Mecca Ali. Intro and outro music, RSPN by Blinking Kit. Until next time, thanks for listening. Bye.